0: internet's home for motown soul and great rock and roll skypilotradio.com
1: what are you people on dope it's
2: perfect
0: shh, 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 shh.
3: do you hear that it's the winds of change this is renegade talk
0: radio renegade talk radio
3: using free speech to free minds it's the david knight show
4: Welcome on this Wednesday, August the 20th 2019. I'm David Knight your host today we have a wide variety of topics to talk about. We're going to be talking about a little bit of a follow-up to fluoride. Uh, not going to spend as much time as I did on it yesterday, but I just want to underscore uh, something uh, an uh, update uh, that uh, and a couple of things I didn't mention yesterday about some recent big studies that have been completely ignored by the media. everybody focuses on one study which is pretty damning because this is coming from the AMA itself, the journal of the AMA, JAMA. Uh, that's a pretty damning story. And so what they do is they say, well, you know, we got a few studies over here on the side, but we got a you know, a handful of things over here. But we got a pile of things over here that say how great it is. Well, we're going to talk about that. I'll give you two studies that came out within the last 2 years. One from Harvard, another one from a organization that is ever bit as prestigious as JAMA, finding the same thing. And we're going to talk about dosage. Let me ask you something. If you went to a doctor and the doctor says, well, you've got such and such a problem and I'm going to prescribe blah, blah, blah. And you go, okay, well, how much do I have to take? How many pills do I have to take? (laughs) Dosage? I I don't care about dosage. I just want you to take that. We know that this is – I've been told by the CDC that this – Drug X is good for your condition Y. I don't need to be bothered with dosage. Would you go to that doctor? Would you take his advice? Would you take his medicine? If he just said, "Yeah, well, take as many as you feel like it. (laughs) However many you want. You want to take one? You want to take five? It doesn't matter. Just take a handful. It's good for you. More is better, right? More is better. Would you do that? Because that's basically what the CDC and your local state government are doing. This is a, a national—actually, it's a globalist problem. Uh, it's a global problem that's being pushed by these people. But uh, it is the federal government that is telling people to do this. But it's actually, as uh, John Rappaport pointed out yesterday, it's actually your local uh, state uh, and city that are actually fluoridating the water. So this is, again, one of these deals where you're not going to get somebody in Washington to save you. Not going to happen. You've got to do it yourself. Got to do it at the state level. Uh, So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about abortion. Because, you know, why should we care about the IQ points of babies when we're murdering them by the thousands on a daily basis here in the United States? You know, the number of kids that are aborted by Planned Parenthood, and hopefully that's going to go down, uh, thanks to a new rule by President Trump, Title X. He said, well, if you're going to do abortions, then you're not going to get money from Title X. And Planned Parenthood said, all right, we'll skip the $60 million from the federal government because we're going to do abortions. That's their priority. Priority in New York as well. So we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about some new evidence as to how many babies born alive are left to die. Uh, We've got some data that has come in giving us just a little bit of the tip of the iceberg there. We're also going to talk about the environment. We have the uh, Grimm fairy tale mistress, Greta, from Sweden. If you haven't seen the memes of this stern 16-year-old lecturing everybody about, you're not doing enough. Yeah, it really, as the people in the UK pointed out, they said, uh, you know, she left uh, from the same place that the pilgrims left. And uh, this really is a pilgrimage. It really is a religion. You know, the people who came here on the Mayflower Uh, You you might have missed that. You know, the New York Times doesn't want to pay any attention to the people who came to America for religious freedom. And there's two seminal moments as uh, people came to the United States. You have the people in Jamestown came for economic development. The people in Mayflower, uh, people on the Mayflower, uh, came because of religious freedom. And we'll talk more about that when we come back. Stay with us.
0: That's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com
3: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade
0: Talk Radio.
3: And now, The David Knight Show.
4: Welcome on this Wednesday, August the 21st, Year of Our Lord 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. And I say Year of Our Lord because that's the way the Mayflower Compact uh, uh, was written. That's the way the Constitution was written. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, how the New York Times and the Democrats don't want you to pay any attention to that part of American history. And they have put an interesting spin on the Jamestown side of American settlement by Europeans. We, we've got to demonize that in every way possible. Uh, I talked a little bit about that yesterday. I've got a couple more things to say about that, a couple more things to say about the fluoride studies. And I want to catch up on this story yesterday that I didn't get to. Uh, the back and forth with the sisterhood of traveling Burkas trying to get into Israel, they passed up an opportunity to go with a congressional delegation a couple of weeks before because they wanted to do this trip that was organized by some Islamic radicals, uh, Israel- at the urging of President Trump, said, you're not coming in. If you want to uh, destroy this country, we're not going to let you in. What a novel idea. As I said, as this was developing, maybe President Trump could apply that same standard to the American border and the massive numbers of people who are coming in, not just for a temporary trip, but who want to live here. The people coming in who are supposedly refugees, waving the flags of the countries that they're supposedly being persecuted in, and then burning the flag of America coming in. But, you know, nothing to do there, to, nothing to see. We're not going to build a wall. We're not going to protect the border. We're not going to use the military to protect our own country. Uh, not in America. But, you know, the Israelites uh, should uh, take out these two uh, uh, women who are coming in uh, because they are high profile. Uh, a couple of interesting things that came out of that, of course, is the uh, rhetoric from Ilhan Omar saying we give Israel billions of dollars a year, so they got to do what we say. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, I don't know. That really hasn't worked out for us. That's one of the arguments against foreign aid. We give money, foreign aid, all these different countries, and they don't do what we say. Again, going back to Guatemala, El Salvador, do they do what we say? We give them foreign aid? Do they care what we say? Does Mexico care? Does anybody care? When we give them money, they do their own thing. Uh, they spy on us. Sometimes they go to war with us. Sometimes they send invading armies of people who want to destroy this country and establish a beachhead here. Uh, they don't really care. And many times that money that we give to foreign countries is kept by the corrupt dictators and not given to the people. If you've got a situation where there's a humanitarian crisis, uh, people are starving in the streets, Typically, that's kept by the corrupt officials or the uh, stuff is left rotting on the docks like in Puerto Rico. I mean, look at what happened. President Trump got so much criticism about Puerto Rico. You're not helping the people down there. Then pictures surfaced of all the aid that was sitting there rotting on the ships because it had no infrastructure because of that corrupt, inept government there. Uh, Then corruption charges came out about how these people were stealing stuff. That's typically the case. But I think another aspect of this is uh, it was on again, off again. Of course, the Israeli government came back and said, uh, well, we're going to let Rashida Tlaib in because she's got a grandmother here. and She wants to see her elderly grandmother. Uh, But we're not going to let Ilhan Omar in. She doesn't have any relatives here. She's from Somalia. And then Rashida Tlaib said, I'm not coming in. (laughs) And so that's fine. Uh, But, you know, Michael Savage Came on and pointed out the hypocrisy in the media. He went on with a Breitbart. Said, yeah, Remember, it's been about 10 years since I was banned from getting into the UK, into the United Kingdom? That was back in 2009. He said, Maybe if I said I wanted to visit my grandmother in the UK, would they let me in? He was banned back in 2009, along with radical Islamic terrorists and neo-Nazis, and they never gave him any reasons. They would never specify which one of his comments prompted the ban. It's kind of like what happened to us on social media. You know, I had uh, a YouTube channel for the show. I actually had a, two YouTube channels. I had one that I'd been putting up stuff uh, as a reporter. I haven't posted anything there for three years. I didn't have any strikes or complaints there. They just, boom, just shut that down, and then shut down this show where I'd had never never had any complaints. I did get one email after the show was shut down, saying a complaint has been filed. Your channel has been terminated. Never given any explanation, regardless of all the emails we sent them. And then they started sending me, after about seven or eight hours. After I complained about it on social media, they started sending me that same form email, sent it about 8,000 times, never gave me an explanation. Uh, that channel with 60,000 subscribers just flushed instantly, never given a reason. Same thing happened to Savage in the UK. Uh, you're banned, never given a reason. See, when, if they can do this in social media, if they can do it in the digital public square, then they can do this uh, in the physical public square in a number of ways. It's just what we're talking about going on in China. Now the social credit score there when our Facebook has already set one up for you here in the United States, they just have to apply the penalties. But you know, Facebook can purge you or they can do anything they want to to you. And Google is looking to position itself to have uh, control over the smart cities, sidewalk labs up in Toronto. It's a smart city that's going to be run by Google. So they're going to go from cyberspace to physical space. They're going to track everything you do in physical space, and then they will apply the same kind of social credit punishments that you see the Chinese doing. I mean, just look at Michael Savage. you know, Who's the first one in the West to get that kind of punishment from a government? In the UK, they don't have to pretend that they're doing this that it's not them doing it, that that it's a corporation doing it. Here in the United States, it is still the government, but they pretend that they're working through a private corporation. And Reason Magazine and Cato Institute, a lot of conservatives just bow down and worship, that's a a corporation, they can do whatever they want. It's not the government. No, it is the government. I've seen this for decades in political debates for independent third-party candidates. They would have an organization, a private organization, The news media in that state, they would run the debates and they would decide who would be there. And they always decided for some reason that they only wanted Democrats and Republicans because it's always good for ratings to have all of the same questions asked each debate about the same limited number of issues and to uh, get the pat answers from both the Democrats and Republicans. They don't want to have a real debate, that would be very uncomfortable for them. So uh, Savage goes on to say, Rashida Tlaib is a known Jew-hating, Israel-hating, America-hating, Palestinian radical. I have the utmost respect for the English people and their great traditions. I never threatened to, quote, fire up the crowds like Rashida Tlaib promised to do. She got into Israel. uh, Asked if the difference in media coverage between his and Tlaib's ban exposed a double standard. Uh, Savage said they have no standards. (laughs) If they didn't have a double standard, they'd have no standard at all. That's absolutely true. Uh, and he's now got his attorney, Daniel Horowitz, petitioning the new prime minister, Boris Johnson, to see if things are going to change. Uh, two years ago, he launched a petition after we got a new president asking Donald Trump to talk to Theresa May and get him in there. He got thousands of signatures for that, but nothing ever happened with that either. Uh, quite frankly, <laughs> uh, I don't know why Michael Savage wants to go to Britain. I went most recent time I. Loved it. My wife and I loved it. We went back in the 80s uh, many times, spent a lot of time there in the 80s. But when we went back in 2001 with my sons, uh, I have no interest in ever going back. Uh, Britain is not what Britain used to be. Uh, And uh, it's a great civilization Uh, to go back and take a look at their history, their culture of people who were there 70 years ago and older you know another thousand years prior to that you know so for the last thousand years up to about 70 years ago it's a great place to visit <laughs> but uh that culture has completely changed now completely changed especially in london and you got to go through london to get to any of the rest of it we'll be right back stay with us <laughs>
1: An InfoWarrior fan-favorite formula, Survival Shield X2, continues to lead the way into the next generation of super high-quality nascent iodine formulas. Derived from ancient sea salts found more than 7,000 feet below the Earth's surface, Every drop of Survival Shield X2 contains 650 micrograms to keep you in your prime form. Even today, iodine deficiency remains a serious problem, with the World Health Organization estimating that nearly 50 million people still suffer from some kind of mental impairment related to iodine deficiency. That's why it's so important that you try Survival Shield X2, the only source of 99.999% ultra-pure deep-earth iodine crystals exclusively available. available through InfoWars Life at an extremely affordable price. Discover the shocking facts behind nascent iodine and secure your bottle today while supplies last at InfoWarsStore.com.
2: It's just heavy, heavy, heavy. Make no mistake, it's, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. If you have a corrupt media, you don't have a democracy.
0: I don't think we've seen division like this in America since Vietnam. It's a form of fascism.
5: The High Court will examine free speech rights and social media. Multiple online platforms have now
1: taken down content associated with Alex Jones and Infowars.
2: First they come for Alex Jones. Everyone else like dominoes would fall. You can't
6: watch this. The movie. Available now at InfowarsStore.com.
0: The Internet's home for Motown, Soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com. You're listening
3: to The David Knight Show.
4: Welcome back. You know, I was just talking about Michael Savage saying, Why isn't anybody talking about why I was banned from the UK 10 years ago? I was never given a reason. They just said you can't come. (laughs) I'm on a list with neo-Nazis and Islamic jihadis. He's neither one of those. And they wouldn't give him any explanation. But, you know, everybody is upset about the sisterhood of traveling burqas not being let into Israel, even after they said one of them could come, go visit her grandmother. That's what Savage said. Maybe I should say I want to visit my grandmother I let me in. <laughs> no, they wouldn't let him in then, either. I, they just don't like him. But you know what's interesting? Uh, the, the media is silent about that ban on Michael Savage, of course. As he said, you know, if they didn't have a double standard. They'd have no standard at all. Uh, but they're also silent about something else. The Palestinian Authority that is loved so much by Rashida Talib and Ilhan Omar has banned all LGBT activities in the West Bank. I've said this many, many times. I said it when I was at the Democrat National Convention in 2016. I was covering that. And one of the things I said when I was covering it, I said, look at this guy that they had giving the speech to uh, just before Hillary Clinton took the podium. They got a a Muslim uh, father that uh, gave a speech there. And I said, okay, think about what we've seen here at this DNC convention. Uh, They have been worshipping LGBT and they've been worshipping Islamic uh, people who are pushing for a kind of Sharia law. I said, do you understand the cognitive dissonance here do you understand how this is going to tear their party apart and of course since then we've seen the l's go to war with the t's because the transgenders are uh, competing against women and pushing them out of various places saying i i'm a woman i can compete in these sporting events and so forth and so it's created a lot of friction within the lgbt but there's also a friction between the within the lgbt but there's also Friction between the LGBT and uh, Islam. And nobody is talking about this. And of course, you know, Omar and Tlaib are silent. Other Democrats are silent, just like they are when they incite violence by Antifa people against ICE facilities. They never say anything. No matter how many questions you ask them with a mic in their face, they just walk down the hall, ignoring everything that you say. So, yeah, good luck getting any information about that. Uh, as they're banning LGBT activities in the West Bank by the Palestinian Authority. Oh, well, can you imagine if that was done by Israel, how much criticism there'd be, or if it was done by the United States. So let's take a look a little bit at the poll politics, because that's really where we are. Right? I've skipped this for the last couple of days because I wanted to talk about the really important stuff. <laughs> what is happening to you and your family? And I say that's the really the important thing because that's really where the rubber meets the roads. I mean, you know, we've got all these different policies that are being put out of Washington, and they do have an impact on your personal life, and they do th- make things more difficult for you. Uh, they can uh, uh, kill you if they withhold medication. We talked about that yesterday with John rappaport A lot of people who have suffered and died because safe, natural, effective and affordable medication was withheld from them because they wanted to give profits to big pharmaceutical companies. And I'm thinking about medical marijuana and CBD. All these situations where i First time I got involved with medical marijuana was because of a book by Peter McWilliams. He was a political activist in California, the early days of the AIDS epidemic. And they were treated... Uh, very much like cancer patients, given drugs that made them incredibly nauseous. And and so he said, the only way I can control this nausea from the chemotherapy for AIDS is with medical marijuana. And he was open about how effective it was and how necessary it was. And at the time, back in the 90s, early 90s, the uh, judges in California decided they'd make an example out of him. They prohibited it, and he said, well, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm not going to kill myself because of some judge. So the judge locked him up, said, you're in contempt, locked him up. And Peter McWilliams choked to death in a jail cell on his own vomit. It wasn't uh, something like Epstein, right? It was actually, he was executed by a judge who withheld safe, effective medication from him. And it's also been very effective. Uh, We wouldn't have the opioid epidemic that we have today if people had had access to medical marijuana for pain and other issues. As a matter of fact, as it's uh, been made legal, we've seen the opioid addiction go down in various places. Uh, It's a great substitute, just like over-the-counter pain medication is a great substitute for opioids, but they don't tell you that because they want to make money. And... It's even effective to get you off of opioids when you become addicted to them, but they don't tell you that because they want to make money. And that's kind of where we are with stem cells. It's kind of where we are with fluoride. Uh, We're going to get back into that. Like I said, I spent a lot of time on that. I've got more to say today. Uh, One last uh, statement about fluoride uh, that I need to uh, punctuate here because you need to understand how this is being withheld from you. And it's not just people who are sick or need pain relief. I mean, here in Texas, uh, David Simpson, a great state representative, I don't know if he's in the state government still or not, he was out of Longview, Texas, uh, straight-up conservative and a real conservative who valued individual liberty. And he was disgusted because he had parents in his jurisdiction, there in Longview, They said, we've got kids who have uncontrollable seizures. Uh, I've got two families, for example. He said, one family, they can afford to take their kid to Colorado and they can get medical marijuana and it stops at. The other family can't afford to go to Colorado, and they're worried that they're going to get arrested, that their kid's going to get taken by CPS. He said, we shouldn't be doing that to families. We shouldn't be doing that to children. And so he tried to get all regulation of marijuana stricken, from the Texas Criminal Code. He said, God made this plant. We shouldn't be regulating it, prohibiting it. And he did get through an exemption for people who have uncontrolled epileptic seizures. And they said, all right, we'll let you, even though medical marijuana is not allowed here in Texas still, they made one exception, although it's still a class one. Class one means that it has no medical use, but they acknowledge that it does have at least one medical use. and say, we'll let you use that if, you try every pharmaceutical drug prescribed by doctors in the AMA first. And after all those don't work, and we know they don't work, but you got to try them first, then we will give you permission, to which I say, you don't own me or my children. I am so disgusted with that attitude. Uh, you know, they pretend to give you an exemption with that. And that right there, folks, is how we throw this stuff back at them. And that's the most important thing that has happened with CBD and medical marijuana and even recreational marijuana. When the government comes in, unconstitutionally bans something on behalf, by the way, of the United Nations conservatives. Does that bother you that the war on drugs comes from the U.N.? It's a U.N. agenda. When they do something unconstitutional like that, you can peacefully stop it if you work at the state level. We've had state referenda and state legislators that have shut this down. And even Jeff Sessions, Mr. Reefer himself, wouldn't move against it.
2: It's just heavy, heavy, heavy. Make no mistake, it's, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. If you have a corrupt media, you don't have a democracy.
0: I don't think we've seen division like this in America since Vietnam. It's a form of fascism.
5: The high court will examine free speech rights and social media. Multiple online platforms have now taken
1: down content associated with Alex Jones and Infowars.
2: First they come for Alex Jones. Everyone else like Domino's would fall. We're not in Kansas anymore. You can't watch this. The movie. Available now at InfowarsStore.com.
6: As we. This is Renegade Talk
3: Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Propaganda. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
4: Welcome back. Let's take a look at the polls, the politics, because at this point in the game, that's where everybody is. And it's uh, always treated as a horse race. We've got Zogby polling saying poor performances of Democrats have boosted Trump's approval to 51%. His approval is up with blacks and Hispanics, says Zogby. And they said uh, Trump is riding high on positive economic news. On the other hand, the Democrats have floated a lot of very, very unpopular policies, unpopular both nationally and in key battleground states. Things like nationalizing health care, strict gun control, the Green New Deal, raising taxes. (laughs) So here's your choice. Do you want positive economic news? Do you want? Uh, rising economy? Or do you want to raise taxes? You know, the Democrats are offering people austerity, and we're going to get offered that in spades by Grimm Greta. She's on her way. She is sailing to America. It's going to take her two weeks to get here, but she's nearly here. And then they're going to have a private jet fly in, <laughs> the people who will sail it back. Because she doesn't have the time to take another two-week trip back, even though she's only 16. I guess she's got to get back to school or something in Sweden. You talk about a stern schoolmarm. This Greta is going to grow up to be just like Elizabeth Warren. (laughs) The Internet is filled with memes of Greta. But... uh, well, we'll see what happens with that. I got more to say about that coming up. But another polls. We got Brett Baer firing back at President Trump talking about the polls. He says Fox News hasn't changed. Brett Baer, sounding like Shepard Smith, uh, said Fox has not changed. We've got a news side and we've got an opinion side. Opinion folks express their opinions. We do polls. <laughs> hey, Brett. They're opinion polls. They're opinion polls. (laughs) They're not opinions. They're polls. All it is is just wetting your finger and sticking it into the air. And you can do it in such a way that you can get the results that you want. Polls are not necessarily scientific or accurate. Maybe if Brett Baer does news, he might remember What happened with all the polling in 2016? Everybody said that Hillary Clinton was a shoe-in. President Trump had absolutely no chance. That was all your scientific polling. Why? Well, because they get the results that they want. They call it push polling in many cases. You also have the phenomenon that they so demonized people who supported President Trump that they would lie to the pollsters. I don't want to tell these guys who I'm voting for. <laughs> they will uh you know they'll uh, mock me or whatever i'm embarrassed to say that i i support president trump because he's been so demonized by the people who are asking the polls so uh yeah yeah they, they do polls they do polls these other people they have opinions but we've got science on our side just like climate change you know it, it's it's a perfectly accurate scientific model except that it isn't it isn't The climate models have failed, just like their election models failed. It never ceases to amaze me. I have seen this my entire life. I've grown up with computers. And I've seen from the earliest primitive computers that could only add and subtract numbers, (laughs) and these crude alphanumeric printers. And uh, they would even have to, if they had a graph of something, they'd have to do it by using... Uh, alphanumeric characters or numbers or asterisks or whatever. You've seen the printouts, right, how crude they were. But no matter how crude they were, no matter how crude their models, if they got a computer printout, that was the gospel truth, and you better bow down and worship it. Deep thought just gave us the answer to the meaning of life. (laughs) No questioning of that. I have seen that kind of nonsense my entire life, and I am not impressed by that kind of non-logic. Here's another poll. For what it's worth, 63% of Democrats and 20% of Republicans support in-state college tuition for illegal aliens. In other words, let's give people who are foreign citizens criminally trespassing in the United States, let's give them superior benefits to people who are Americans, who have been born and raised in America, whose parents have paid taxes all their lives and continue to pay taxes to support the colleges. But let's forget all that. You know, if you've done that, lived here all of your life, and you want to go to college in a different state other than the ones you're living in, they charge you very high tuition rates. Unless you're a foreign citizen. If you're a foreign citizen, you can get in-state tuition rates anywhere you want. And we got 63% of Democrats say that's good. And what's really surprising is you got one-fifth of Republicans say that. That's the most amazing thing. That anybody would say that, let alone Republicans. Harry Reid had an interview with Vice News. He says he's very worried about this election as he looks at the Democrat field. Asked if he thought supporting Medicare for All, a single single-payer national health care system, would be problematic in the 2020 election, Harry Reid said, "Of course it would be. How are you going to get it passed?" <laughs> Uh, he said, you're going to have to have Democrats retain control of the House of Representatives and take both the Senate and the presidency. Uh, unless you do that, it's going to be shot down. But he says, we ought to be focusing on improving Obamacare. Yeah, that really popular program that Harry Reid put in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Kaiser Family Foundation did a poll. A poll, another poll, see? It's politics. you got to believe this one. doesn't matter who did it, right? All these people, well, that's Kaiser. They're going to say that they want health care. Well, you know, you don't pay any attention when CNN does a poll or Fox does a poll. You know, They're not biasing it because of their preconceived uh, ideas. Uh, they're not biasing it by the way that they phrase the question, are they? Uh, all these people say, well, I'll discount this because it's Kaiser. Well, anyway, here's what Kaiser found. Uh, they said um, 51% of Americans oppose single-payer health care. In other words, they don't want to get communist health care like Bernie Sanders wants to give it to you, right? We'll take everything that you've got, and then we'll hand you out all these little benefits, health care, college tuition, this and that, you know, like children on an allowance. We'll hand you out all those different things. Harry Reid also said that decriminalizing border crossing is a bad idea. <laughs> you think? Yeah. He said there's so many more important things to do, again, in that Vice interview, Decriminalizing border crossings, says Harry Reid, is not something that should be at the top of the list. It should be way, way down at the bottom of the list. People want a fair immigration system, but they don't want an open-door invitation for everybody to come at once. Everybody to come at once. And then give them free health care. Uh, but that's what the Democrats running for office want. They will raise their hand. Yeah. Health care for everybody. Let's decriminalize that border. We got to do that. They're bragging about the fact they got more than 10 million illegals in California. Uh, that's the attorney general there, uh, bragging about how many illegals, how many foreign citizens they've got there. And they're already giving them superior benefits, health care benefits in California to American citizens, Californians who are there legally and legal aliens. Uh, they also have uh, in New York. State, New York City, Connecticut, and Vermont have now filed lawsuits against President Trump because he had the audacity to say that people who are here, uh, even if they are legal immigrants, they shouldn't be on welfare. I don't think they should. And listen to the way the New York Attorney General uh, came back and said generations of Americans, our citizens, landed on the welcoming shores of Ellis Island with nothing more than a dream in their pockets. To which I would add, and uh, Attorney General, if you go back and look at history, there wasn't any welfare state for them either. They came here with nothing. That's true. They had nothing but a dream. And the dream was that they would be free and that they would be able to work for that freedom, that they would have upward mobility. They weren't coming here because we had a socialist welfare state. They weren't coming here because we had a communist utopia. People run. From those places, uh, New York Attorney General, Uh, they come here when they want freedom. That's really what the Ellis Island experience is. They didn't come here for the free stuff. They came here because they wanted to be free. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
2: The globalists are hyper-competitive scientific dictators. They are technocrats. They are control freaks in their own words. And they believe allowing you to live your own life and make your own decisions gets in the way of their great destiny to merge with AI gods. Now we're fighting them hard in cyberspace. We're fighting them hard right here in the third dimension. But one of the biggest places that we neglect to forget that we've really got a lot of control in our lives is our bodies if I wasn't taking the highest quality supplements from the I couldn't do it that's why we decided to take our original secret 12 that was incredibly high quality medical Bottleman, and double the strength of it in a new formula ultra 12 ultra 12 is undoubtedly the strongest highest quality b12 over the counter that you're going to find anywhere it is amazing experience pure methylcobalamin b12 for yourself and fund the second american revolution against the tyrants at infowarsstore.com infowarslife.com or triple 253-3139
6: serving with infowars is a great honor but i still need my morning coffee And luckily, our break room at the InfoWars headquarters is stocked full of high-quality InfoWars store Patriot Blend coffee. Grown in the high mountains of southern Mexico, the Chiapas farmers grow 100% organic, non-GMO coffee at the ideal altitude for the perfect cup. A robust coffee with great flavor and mild acidity. There has never been a more important time to support InfoWars. So if you love coffee, and if you want to fight for freedom, then you can help. Order now at the InfoWars store. Sign up for auto ship and get your own high quality supply of Patriot Blend coffee delivered right to your door at InfoWarsStore.com. (laughs) InfoWarsStore.com
3: You're listening to The David Knight Show.
4: Welcome back. You know, yesterday we talked about the study that came out from the Journal of the AMA showing yet again a link between fluoride and a decline in IQ with children. We had, for the most part, mainstream media ignoring it or trying to spin it. Say, well, you know, we've got a handful of studies that say negative things about fluoride, but we got a pile of good things that's been put out there by the CDC, so pay no attention to that stuff. That's just a bunch of lunatic raving by Alex Jones. No, it's the American Medical Association. And I just wanted to go back and take a look at a couple of the big studies in more depth because I talked a lot about the JAMA study that came out yesterday. And I just want to focus on dosage. I'm going to give you a dosage of truth about this. Regardless of uh, these studies, and there's been numerous studies showing this, I want to talk to you about dosage. Uh, Free Thought Project uh, picked up on it. Of course, mainstream media, for the most part, like I said, they either try to spin it or they ignore it. Alternative media like InfoWars focused on it extensively yesterday. Free Thought Project also picked it up as one of the reasons why they were banned uh, two months after we were banned by social media. Uh, They had this, this to say, despite the overwhelming mass of scientific literature and studies showing the harmful effects of ingesting fluoride, those who question it or who advocate for the cessation of fluoridated water are labeled as kooks, conspiracy theorists, and shouted down by the mainstream. In spite of study after study showing the harmful effects of fluoridating water, The Centers for Disease Control, that's CDC, considers water fluoridation to be one of the top ten achievements in public health in the 20th century. Now, these are the people, the CDC, these are the people where the executives wear military uniforms, where they have what they call their select agent program, where they bring in very dangerous, usually fatal diseases. They make them more dangerous. Uh, more, uh, you know, increase the uh, lethality of these particular diseases and then make them easier to spread. And they have had hundreds, hundreds of failures at their most secure biosafety labs across the country. You may not realize it, but you may have one of these biosafety labs in your neighborhood because there's hundreds of them and they're not very careful about it. Remember, it was just a couple of years ago. They brought in a very rare bacteria uh, that has a pretty high fatality rate as it is. They brought it in to study it and to turn it into a weapon. It's called uh, Holderia pseudomalii, and they put it into the National Primate Lab at Tulane. And lo and behold, it got out of their biosafety level three or four lab, and it got into the pasture there. They found it in the pasture. What? You know, it was highlighted by USA Today, and uh, many other people did studies on that. And that was about the time that we found the CDC shipping anthrax in the regular mail to people, you know, kind of carelessly doing that type of thing. And they did find that it was out there in the pasture. Now, that's kind of troubling because that particular bacteria thrives in the soil and has a chance to spread, you know, kind of like Lyme disease and... As they sent in the crew to take a look at it and to evaluate the damage that was done, one of the uh, people that came in came down with uh, Holderia pseudomalii infection. And they said, well, it wasn't this. She's been exposed to this uh, many times in past years. It's got to be one of those things flaring up. Pay no attention to that. These people lie up one side down the other. It's just absolutely amazing to me. And so, yeah, this is the, the same people that weaponize and bring in very rare, very dangerous diseases, make them more common, more easily spread, and much, much more dangerous. These same people say, yeah, that's one of our best accomplishments, fluoride. And I would agree with them because that's what these people – that's what the CDC is really about. They're not here <clears throat> to help you with your health. I mean, just like we talked about the war on drugs. No, it is a war of drugs. Your federal government – Weaponizing crack cocaine and then using it to fund their dirty wars in Central America. That's the kind of stuff these people do. Anyway, as uh, Freethought Project point out, JAMA is not some fringe journal. It is a peer re- peer-reviewed medical journal. It's published 48 times a year by the American Medical Association. Uh, it is the gold standard for the establishment. And so it's pretty amazing that they published this. And it was so controversial, and I read you the comments yesterday from the guy who put it in there. He said, I had to put a note in there. I don't usually put a note in, but I had to do this because it's so controversial. But we had to put this out. It was a good study. And he apologized all over the place. And he said, it's comparable to lead in the water, the effects of this. If that study is true, well, I believe the study is true because it's not the only study in spite of what the Daily Beast and the other – information controllers want to spend this but this is what he part of what he had to say in his statement this decision to publish this article was not easy yeah because he had to go against the established conventional wisdom and what the establishment wanted you to hear he go, went on to say given the nature of the findings and their potential implications we subjected it to additional scrutiny for its methods and the presentation of its findings and they said yeah it's legit so I got to publish it Sorry, sorry, establishment. I hope it doesn't tank my career. hope I don't get fired. And what they found in this study, just to repeat, an extra one milligram of daily fluoride intake was what lowered IQ points by four. Four IQ points uh, for the babies of the uh, pregnant women who had a uh, one milligram of daily fluoride intake. And so when you look at this, what, what does that dosage mean? Like I said earlier in the program, if you go to a doctor, the doctor says, hey, we're told fluoride is good for you. So here, have a handful of pills. <laughs> you look at that doctor and are you going to think he's crazy? Doctor feel good? Jay, just take it. How many should I take? Uh, doesn't matter. As many as you want. Take the whole bottle. It doesn't matter, right? How insane is this? But we're talking about mass medication of the public without informed consent. It's involuntary, mass medication, and it is mass dosage. Let me give you an example. Uh, when we talk about this, uh, they had, uh, let's go back to a, a, in the Free Thought Project. They had a good example of an individual who died from an overdose of fluoridated water at Hooper Bay, Alaska, May twenty third, 1992. He got, and we're talking about milligrams here in this particular study, one milligram a day for a pregnant woman. He got one. Point two grams. So that's 1,200 milligrams. And it killed him. Now, a fatal dosage for a small child is 200 milligrams, one-sixth of what killed that adult male. That's why I said yesterday, so you're going to dump this medication into the water supply? How are you going to know what dosage a man should have? Uh, you know, let's say a a 200-pound man versus a 120-pound woman. Or the dosage that a pregnant woman should have. Or the dosage that a small child could have. Because when we look at what is fatal, a small child uh, can die from one-sixth of the dosage. How are you going to adjust that if you put it into the water supply? You can't. You can't. That right there tells you that this is medical fraud and abuse. So if you want to take fluoride, Feel free to do it. I had a pediatrician once browbeat my wife and I about giving fluoride supplements to our kids because we had them on well water that was filtered. Oh, you got to give them fluoride pills. I said, uh, No, no, I don't. oh, you got to do that. You know, he got really angry about it. So I said, Okay, give me a prescription. We threw it away and never went back. Uh, you're perfectly entitled to take fluoride pills if you want. Take the whole bottle. I don't care. That's your business. I'm not going to try to tell you what to do. I'm just telling you, if you've got a doctor that doesn't care about dosage, you need to get a different doctor. And we're talking about those studies here, but I really want to talk about abortion today. I want to pivot off of this into abortion, because if we don't care what we're doing to the brains of children who are developing in pregnant women, we don't care that we're uh, erasing their IQ with this stuff. Why would we care if we kill them? And, oh, by the way, we don't care if we kill them, do we? I'm going to give you a couple of examples of that. Again, coming out of New York, New York and Planned Parenthood, uh, they would rather kill children than provide health care to women. And we now see that quite uh, obviously. Folks, if you're not supporting us here at InfoWars, for years we have been mocked. We were mocked when we told you that the government was surveilling you unconstitutionally. We were mocked when we said there's networks of elite pedophiles out there. Uh <laughs> We were mocked when we talked about fluoridated water, and we're still being mocked for all those things. Mocked and banned, but you've stood with us. We have given you honestly what is there, and we have products for you that are safe, natural, effective, and right now 50 to 60% off at InfoWarsStore.com. That's how we fund this news organization. If you don't stand with us, you are our only sponsors, and we try to make that as win-win as possible. 50 to 60% off at InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be right back.
2: It's just heavy, heavy, heavy. Make no mistake, it's, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. If you have a corrupt media, you don't have a democracy.
0: I don't think we've seen division like this in America since Vietnam. It's a
1: form of fascism.
5: The high court will examine free speech rights and social
1: media. Multiple online platforms have now taken down content associated with Alex Jones and Infowars.
2: First they come for Alex Jones. Everyone else like dominoes would fall. You can't watch this, the movie. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com
0: The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com
3: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Coding the mainstream propaganda, this is The David Night Show.
4: All right, we talked about the dosages, we talked about the fact that we actually have had a man die from an overdose of fluoridated water, 1,200 milligrams, and it killed it back in 1992, well-documented. A child can die from 200 milligrams, one-sixth. But we just medicate everybody the same, putting it in the water. Let's talk a little bit about that and about the studies. In pushing back against this, we have the mainstream media had to cover this. JAMA had to cover it. They said, yeah, we gave it additional scrutiny both for its method and the presentation of its findings. But, hey, they were right, and we had to publish it. Sorry, sorry. And so, you know, spin operations are breaking out everywhere. CDC is silent. They're letting other people carry their water for them. And they're more than happy to do it at the University of Melbourne. Matt Hopcraft, associate professor of dental public health. Yeah, we'll talk about dental public health in just a second. Uh, He said, the overwhelming body of evidence is still supporting water fluoridation. Isn't this kind of similar to what we keep hearing from the climate alarmists? Oh, we just got science everywhere. Uh, Well, what is that science? What is your best science that supports man-made climate change. Well, it's just everywhere. Everybody believes this. Uh, please be specific. No, no, they're not going to be specific about that. And there's what he had to say. Well, here's a single study that points a little bit in the other direction. So I just think we need to be cautious. Well, as Free Thought Project points out, he's, he's wrong. Uh, let me tell you, I referenced the Harvard study yesterday before I get into the other study that they picked up here. Uh, in 2017, we had a Harvard study. And, of course, it was debunked by Snopes. <laughs> And when they debunked it, what did they do? They said, well, this is obviously – Alex Jones is always talking about fluoridation. And so it's obviously not true, said Snopes, right? Well, if uh, Snopes is debunking it, then it probably is true. Uh, They said in debunking it, they said these levels that Harvard noticed are too high. They don't apply because we don't give people that kind of dosage here. In America, Well, how do you know that if you just dump it into the water supply? Again, you have no control over, is it going to be uniformly dispersed throughout the water supply? Really? You really think it is? I don't. I really don't. But what they did was, in Harvard, they looked at 27 different studies in China. And these 27 different studies were conducted over 22 years. And Harvard went back and did a cross-analysis of that, and they said, look at this. We find a very direct correlation between IQ points and fluoride in the uh, IQ of children. Here's what they said specifically. They said there is an inverse association between high fluoride and IQ. So let me explain this to people uh, who have been raised on fluoridated water. Inverse association means (laughs) that uh, they're associated, all right, but as one goes up, the other one goes down. As your fluoride goes up, your IQ goes down. It's just that simple. That's what inverse association means between fluoride and IQ. They said those children uh, that are raised in a high fluoride environment had lower IQ, period. 22 years, 27 studies. Now, Snopes and the apologist came back and said, oh, no, but uh, in these studies, these kids had – Exposure to fluoride that was between 2 and 10 milligrams. And see, here in the United States, uh, we only allow 2 to 4 milligrams per liter exposure. Well, guess what? This study was talking about brain damage for developing fetuses at 1 milligram per liter. (laughs) Half of the bottom range that our wonderful CDC and federal government were recommending to people. One quarter of what they were recommending. Do you understand how much one milligram is? When you uh, take a baby aspirin, you know, they, they prescribed that for me after my heart attack. Said, oh, you need to take a baby aspirin, it's 80 milligrams. A regular aspirin is I think about 320, 325 milligrams. So those little tiny pills, baby aspirin is 80 milligrams. Uh, I said, no thanks. <laughs> but we're talking about one milligram of fluoride. Yeah, it takes out four IQ points of your kid Uh, Just before they're born. It gets worse later on.
3: In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The
4: David Knight Show. Welcome back. We're talking about dosages and we're talking about studies. And as Snopes replied when Harvard came out with their study, I think it was 2017. That was when they were debunking it by saying, look at this. This is this doesn't apply. Alex Jones agrees with these people. So obviously Harvard can't be right. <laughs> and uh, they said, uh, well, they, they looked at 27 studies in China over 22 years. and But they were looking at exposure that was too high these kids were exposed to between two milligrams per liter and 10 milligrams per liter and that's too high because our government uh, now uh, tells people that it should get between two and four except that the study that just came out by the journal of the american medical association said one one milligram per liter will damage your child's iq half of what the government was recommending on the low side a quarter what they're recommending on the high side. But there was also another study that came out two years ago. Free Thought Project talks about that. The Journal of Environmental Health Perspectives, another highly respected journal. Uh, This is not a fringe journal, they pointed out, with an impact factor of 9.78. Environmental Health Perspectives is one of the most highly ranked journals in toxicology. Public, Environmental, and Occupational Health and Environmental Sciences. And what they had to say in 2017 was pretty much the same thing that the Harvard study said, pretty much the same thing that the JAMA study said. Now, the JAMA study looked at Canadian women who were pregnant. Uh, This particular study looked at mothers and children in Mexico. I mean, it's almost like we've done a North American uh, fluoride study here, except they won't do it in America. They do it in Canada, they do it in Mexico, but they don't want to do it in America. Why is that? Uh, Could it be the CDC? Could it be the aluminum and nuclear industries like we talked about yesterday? Anyway, in that particular study in 2017, they also found strong evidence of a link between fluoride and lower cognitive function in children. Uh, In the study, researchers found that higher levels of maternal urinary fluoride during pregnancy were associated with lower scores on tests Of cognitive function in the offspring at four and six to 12 years old. The study involved 1,576 samples, over 300 sets of mothers and children in Mexico. And so, uh, one of the things that they're pushing back is oh, we got a whole bunch of good studies that show how wonderful fluoride is. But then we got a a handful, uh, you know, got a pile of those, but we've only got a handful of really bad studies. Uh, This guy out of Australia, University of Melbourne, Matt Hopcraft, said, uh, there's only a single study. No, actually, he's lying. There's been a Harvard study. there's been a journal of environmental health and perspectives, and then the other study that was released yesterday from JAMA. As a matter of fact, there have been fifty three studies that have linked fluoride ingestion with a reduction in IQ. And a dozen more studies show when you want to talk about cavities, like I said yesterday, you know you take a look at the Harvard study, uh, twenty point decline. And the IQ of some of these kids, uh, these other ones looking at just a one milligram per liter, that's a four-point decline. So you want you know anywhere from four to 24-point decline in your IQ? I mean, that's the difference between being average and a genius. It's the difference between being average and what they used to label as moron. They don't use those terms anymore. It used to be very specific. They used to have very specific labels in terms of IQ points. Uh, I think it's like if you were 51 to uh, 75 or something, that was labeled moron. Below 50, that was labeled idiot. Uh, now those are nonspecific terms. Uh, they're considered to be pejorative terms, so now they've come up with different labels, but they still do uh, add a numeric uh, number to that. And again, you lose, you know, uh, even losing just four IQ points, that's significant. If average is about 100, you're losing a 4%. And so, when we look at this, and we look at, uh, they say, "Well, but on the other hand, uh, we have associated this with a 25 percent reduction in cavities. So, you want to reduce your risk of getting a cavity by 25 percent, but you're going to increase your risk of (laughs) of losing IQ points, 25 points to have a 25 percent lower risk of cavities, and yet, it not even that looks too good. Uh, When you actually look at the cavity story." The sodium fluoride, uh, they said they've had many, more than, well, they've had dozens. They don't give the exact uh, number here in the Free Thought Project uh, study here. But dozens more studies show the ineffectiveness of fluoride ingestion in preventing cavities. They actually show an increase in dental fluorosis instead of a reduction in decay. Hmm. Well, that's interesting because... If you look at dosages, here's here's something from a cheerleader of fluoride in your water, uh, verywellhealth.com, and they're telling everybody, well, you want to make sure you get this stuff because you don't want to ever have a cavity. And here's how you find out if you're getting enough fluoride in the location where you live. You can go to, and they give you the particular site, so maybe you want to take a look at this. Here's some information you can use. Uh, The CDC has a fluoridation search page. My fluoride's water. Uh, I'm sorry, my water's fluoride. <laughs> my fluoride is water. I've got so much of it. Uh, my water's fluoride. So you can go to that CDC page and they'll tell you because they keep track of this. They're really interested. You know, if your jurisdiction is not putting enough fluoride in, they'll nag them. Hey, you need to do a better job here. And that's what these people are doing. They say, you got to get this up. You know, you got to make sure you're getting enough of this stuff. And if you're not, maybe you'll need a supplement with some pills. How many? We don't know. Just take the bottle. (laughs) You can also take a sample of your tap water or any other water that you'd like tested to an independent lab. Or you can use a gravity feed filter and make sure you don't have it in there. (laughs) That's the other alternative that you can do. So uh, that's one of the ways that you do that. Now, again, they are cheerleaders at this site. They said in August of 2015, uh, the U.S. Public Health Service recommended that you get 0.7 0.7 milligrams per liter. Remember, the brain damage to uh, children uh, when their mothers are pregnant was when the mother got one milligram per liter. So this is 0.7 milligrams. That's what they want as a bare minimum now. They've taken it down. You know, A few years ago, it was they'd lowered it to two to four milligrams per liter. Then they lowered it again uh, to 1.2. And then they lowered it again to 0.7. Do you see a trend here? Why are they lowering it? What does it mean? And, you know, when they talk about uh, they want a target concentration that is in the range now of 0.7 to 1.2. That's what this uh, site is saying. Uh, And this was January of this year before the JAMA study came out. So they were still targeting a concentration that would damage developing children, damage their IQ. And what does it mean to have a target concentration? Well, that just means that they don't know what the dosage is. They hope they're going to target that. They're going to dump it into the water and mass quantity, stir it around and hope that everybody gets the same concentration, but they don't really know. Dosage, who cares about that, right? And why are they dropping it consistently? Uh, They know that something is up. Uh, Not that they care, uh, but they just don't want you to get too angry about it. And then they go on to say in this cheerleading article, Fluoride is added to the most popular brands of toothpaste and mouthwash, and it is routinely added to baby formula. Hmm, Yeah. Uh, If you want to know whether your community is attaining or abiding by this recommendation, there are several ways that you can check. And so they give you those different ones, like my water's fluoride and so forth. And then they talk in this cheerleading article about one downside, and they go back to fluorosis. An unwanted effect of fluoride. Here's what they had to say, these cheerleaders for fluoride. The most commonly recognized side effect of fluoridation is a condition called dental fluorosis. It is a discoloration in the dental enamel that can develop in response to excessive fluoride. It can affect people of all ages, but it is more likely to occur in children who are exposed to high levels of fluoride while their teeth are still developing. Even very young children exposed to high levels of fluoride can eventually develop fluorosis of the adult teeth because adult teeth begin forming under the gums before they come into view. Fluorosis is permanent, cannot be reversed. Uh, So is a drop in IQ points. Uh, Most studies suggest that people who have fluorosis are at a lower risk of developing cavities. Although rarely, populations with fluorosis have been found to have a higher rate of cavities. It's not completely clear why. Because they're such cheerleaders for Florida. We just can't admit that it's got negative side effects because we got to dump that stuff in there and pay the people. We'll be right back.
2: Thomas Jefferson predicted over 240 years ago that when our republic was in trouble in the future, it'd be the farmers that were close to the ground, close to reality, who actually worked for a living that would end up saving the nation. And today, the communist Chinese have banned all U.S. farming goods a week ago and We've seen massive increases in polls, support for the president, and what he's doing in this trade war once China put pressure on our farmers. That's beautiful. Americans aren't going to be bullied, and we aren't going to back down. So to the Joaquin Cruises and the Hillary Clintons of the world that want to intimidate people and tell us to back down, we're never going to give up. And all you've done is awaken the human spirit. And the human spirit lives at Infowars.com and Newswars.com. And I'm asking listeners... Whatever you do, spread those links because we are the light, the dark of the night. We are the resistance. We are 1776 worldwide.
5: One half of the incredible eight-pack power stack. The AM wake-up and work packet is exactly what you need to start your day right. The pack contains five original formulas built to fuel your day and take care of your body's individual needs in the morning. Targeting the heart, brain, muscles, energy production, and more. Each AM pack contains a flex and joint support, energy kickstart, krill oil, nootropic brain, and greens detox formula. With the PM Pack and the 8-Pack Power Stack, you can rest easy and simplify your routine. Containing four original formulas, the PM Rest and Recover Pack will build up your body's defenses and help you get restful, satisfying sleep every night. Containing bone support, krill oil, sound sleep, and immune support formulas, the PM Packet was created to support improving your body's bones and immune system, all while you rest from the day's work. When combined with the AM Wake Up and Work Packet, it makes the 8-Pack Power Stack the the new Can't Miss InfoWars Life product.
3: You're listening to The David Knight Show.
4: Welcome back. Yeah, we're told that it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's just a couple of tests, big tests, big tests, done in Mexico, done in Canada, done by the most prestigious medical journals. And yet they say, but still it could save you from cavities. And you know, when they're talking about this, even the cheerleaders are saying, well, you know, you got fluorosis, it's discoloration of the teeth because of too much fluoride. And it can happen, especially to kids as their teeth are developing and it'll show up later. Uh, just like the IQ drop, and just like the IQ drop, the fluorosis is permanent, can't be reversed. They said, uh, yeah, you know, uh, people who are exposed to fluoride uh, and get fluorosis, they have a higher rate of cavities, although it's not completely clear why or how this occurs, they said. And then the same article, they say, there's other concerns uh, regarding fluoridated water as the cause of hypothyroidism, or learning disabilities, or autism, or pineal gland calcification. Uh, All these have been raised, they said, without evidence of validity. And yet these are the people who can't tell you why or how fluoride actually increases cavities with fluorosis. They do say to help avoid fluorosis, don't brush your teeth more than a few times a day and spit about every 30 seconds until you're done with each session. Uh, Make sure you don't swallow it, too, because that's what the instructions on the back of the crest uh, and everybody else that puts fluoride in there says. Do not swallow. This is a poison. If you swallow this by accident or your kids, especially your kids, call poison control. (laughs) That's not on our toothpaste. Our toothpaste says we don't have fluoride. Our super blue says non-fluoride toothpaste. And it's got the good halogen. It's got iodine and it's got nanosilver because that actually does fight the bacteria and viruses as well. But it fights the bacteria that cause tooth decay. Yeah, they're caused by it's caused by bacteria. So you want to kill the bacteria. You can do that with nanosilver. Uh, So that's why we put that in. It's a great toothpaste, by the way. And you can get that at Infowarsstore.com. But again, you know, they're even exercising. Don't brush your teeth too often with this fluorine toothpaste and keep spitting it out every 30 seconds. Do you do that when you brush your teeth? Yeah. Are you concerned about swallowing it? But then, why would they have you swallow it in the water? Say that never made any sense to me. They don't even say, oh, by the way, so that you don't get cavities, make sure you do. You know, you swish that tap water around in your mouth a certain amount of time every day, but don't do it too long, because that'll cause you to get fluorosis. Uh, just swallow it. Oh, wait. <laughs> None of this makes any sense. Again, that's why they keep dropping it. You know, four, two. Uh, 1.2 down to 0.7 now, uh, you know, milligrams per liter. And that's a very, very tiny amount. But when the Harvard study came out, talking about that, Snopes pushed back really hard. Said, oh, Alex Jones is talking about this. So Harvard can't be right. Harvard is wrong because they agree with Alex Jones. That's the thinking of Snopes. These are the same people, as I pointed out yesterday, have been relentlessly attacking the Babylon Bee. <laughs> uh, we're going to fact check this satire site because they're conservative. They never fact check The Onion. And I think I mentioned this yesterday. Yeah, former worker uh, of mine, the guy who used to work for me in a group, said, "Look at this. This is." He saw the Daily Beast article attacking me because they did a satire of Elizabeth Warren and her DNA tests that showed that she was one 1,000th 1, uh, Indian, which was significantly less than the average white person in America. And they did a satire piece, and Hillary Clinton said, well, see, these people out there like Alex Jones who say that I'm 100% reptilian DNA, and he's never said that, uh, they're wrong. I'm only 50%. <laughs> and so I did that as a joke. And I had a guy said put this up on social media, said, this is the guy we used to work for. It's like, yeah, before I fired you. Uh, talk about low-information voters getting low information from Snopes. And now Snopes is doubling down. Uh, they said that satire is a problem for democracy, quote-unquote. And so then, now they've got a new category. They call it labeled satire. That's their new fact-checking designation. Uh, they said this claim is derived from content described by its creator and/or the wider audience as satire. But since they're humorless liberals, they're not going to go with that, right? <clears throat> well, they say that it's a joke, but I don't see it's funny at all. Uh, the onion, now that's funny, okay, but uh, not something from the Babylon bee. And again, the Daily Beast and people who don't like me <laughs> will use that satire to attack me as if I really believe that because they're humorless. Liberals who want to censor everything that everybody has to say. From their view, we're just pretenders, says Babylon B. We're using the label satire to our advantage so that we can hoodwink the masses. It's really extraordinary, especially since I've acknowledged in private communications with us that there is, quote, a clear distinction, unquote, between our satire and intentionally misleading fake news. And so, uh, again, <clears throat> uh, they, ha- they continue to attack the Babylon Bee, and now they've got a new category for that, Uh, a new category. Uh, Babylon Bee says the fact-checking of their satire site is actually defamatory. It is. It is. It's a way to—because, as I pointed out yesterday, ridicule is the most effective weapon, said Saul Alinsky in the book that he dedicated to Lucifer, uh, Rules for Radicals. He said satire is the most effective weapon because there is no answer to it. Well, the answer that the left has is Snopes. <laughs> uh, believe these people uh, because, you know, they've they've hired a bunch of people who are uh, dominatrix uh, prostitutes and so forth and, you know, believe the former husband and wife team uh, that the dominatrix kind of broke things up in that happy family. Maybe the cat is still there on the couch. I don't know. But uh, they, they are the absolute arbiters of truth and you should believe them. But let's get back to the health of you and your family and the health of our society. You know, if we don't care about the uh, the mental health of our children and the damage that's being done to them, if we don't care enough to stop our local city government from charging us to poison our children, how insane is that? Really, we can't organize to stop that? As you know, an organization that has been out there trying to help people organize, it's called the Fluoride Action Network. Uh, they filed a landmark lawsuit back in 2017. Uh, it's not a bunch of cranks. It's not a bunch of people like the Snopes guys sitting on couches with cats. Uh, no, this is actually a group of dozens of medical doctors, dentists, PhDs, and scientists who've joined forces to bring an end to this dangerous and unethical practice of mass medicating the public through the water supply? Again, even if you don't think that there's a problem with fluoride, even if you think think that it is totally safe and effective, why would you mass medicate people without their consent through the water? And uh, so now they're pushing in their report, they said, uh, following up, On this latest report from JAMA, they said the significance of this peer-reviewed risk analysis is that it indicates there may be no actual safe level of exposure to fluoride. But the question is, are our children safe? Even if they survive an abortion, I'm going to tell you what happens here in America. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
0: It's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena, in the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is, is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by a secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that, in fact, the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country, they actually tried to support and subsidize organizations just like this because this was the kind of press they wanted. And then ultimately we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who've been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person is allowed to have or express or hear. And the InfoWars audience has broken through that. uh, They are the bridge from the founding to the modern age ultimate American democracy and freedom. And that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare, and libel targeting you.
3: Free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show.
4: Welcome back. I said I was going to get into abortion, and I am going to get into it uh, in this show. But I wanted to get into 5G, and I thought it was a better match to go from these studies by the Journal of the American Medical Association, uh, the the massive study that was done by the environmental uh, scientists. I forget the name of the organization, but again, it is a highly respected establishment organization. They did a study back in 2017 in Mexico, pregnant women being exposed to fluoride and seeing the same results that this JAMA study saw. And then we had the study prior to that in Harvard looking at 22 years of studies, 27 studies over 22 years in China, showing, again, the same thing, talking about dosage, talking about other effects. And so I wanted to go into 5G, because this is another area that everybody's saying, oh, a bunch of tin foil hat conspiracy theorists, oh, the radiation's going to fry your brain, right? Well, actually, there's a very long history of warnings about radiation from one of the earliest scientists who was studying that. And I wanted to get into it because they're rolling this out very quickly. You know, there was a video this week uh, that came out like two days ago. Uh, It's a guy, his name is Marquis Brownlee. And he got two and a half million views talking about the current state of 5G from a consumer standpoint. He does a lot of reviews of consumer technology, phones and games and computers and all that kind of stuff. I'm typically not interested in that, but he did a 5G review, and what he did was he looked at places where they'd already rolled out a 5G network. They were advertising it on Verizon, and he went to a place I think it was in Connecticut, took his crew, and they wanted. And he bought a phone that actually a Samsung phone that's capable of getting 5G. He paid fifteen sixteen hundred dollars for this phone. These phones. This is cutting edge technology right now and you pay through the teeth for it and he took that phone and his crew and he went to this uh area i think again i think it was in connecticut uh, to take a look at how it worked and i want to play for you just a little bit of a clip here marquee brownlee he goes into a neighborhood he looks around he sees some of the antennas and he pulls up speed test on his phone and this is what he saw Roll the clip. So he says go, and this thing starts cranking, and it's going up. <laughs> and this is this is uh, <laughs> up to thirteen hundred uh, gigabytes and also gigabits or whatever. And and so he's looking at this, and you're seeing this thing uh, go up to figures that you've never seen before. I mean, typically you're going to see. Uh, like 5 meg, and he's seeing like uh, 1,500 meg. And so he's looking at this thing and saying, wow, this is this is absolutely amazing. And then he does the rest of the review, and he says, well, yeah, but under great conditions, um, you know, I got like a two, 2 gig or whatever in some spots, but he goes it varied all over the place quite a bit in that small town. And he said that it made his phone run incredibly hot when he was using 5G. And it really sucked the battery down. But he said, yeah, I could get a lot of stuff really quickly. He said the upload speeds are not very good. He was very disappointed to upload speeds. So it's skewed towards download speed, not to upload speed. Because, see, they're pushing information at you. They don't want your content. They want to feed their content to you. That's really become the model of YouTube and, of course, everything else. They want to – they're not interested in you having a voice. Uh, They're going to pump stuff out to you. They do want to know what you think about it, and they do want to monitor that. Uh, But he said uh, because it varied so much all over the place because the phones are so expensive because it chewed through the battery and it got so hot and so forth, he said it's really not ready yet. But he also had another concern. He said it's really kind of strange when you look at this, how many antennas this requires. He said they're just kind of brute forcing this, putting antennas everywhere, blanketing everything with antennas. Oh, he doesn't have any idea the extent of how many antennas they're going to use to blanket everything with. As a matter of fact, it even gets worse. You've got Elon Musk and you've got other tech individuals, they've all got their redundant networks. I mean, they're all putting up their own network, and each one of these networks wants to completely blanket the surface of the Earth with 5G. It's not just going to be in the cities. When they do it with satellites, they're going to do it everywhere, everywhere. I'm not even sure if they're going to limit it to landmass. you know they may put it out in the ocean. I don't know. Uh, but they're gonna put up so they're gonna put up thousands of satellites, so many that people are complaining and said, we're not gonna be able to see the stars anymore because we're gonna look up and we're gonna see all these satellites that are near Earth orbit. Light pollution, satellite pollution, if you will. And then you've got the people who are looking at weather, and they say, this is gonna mess up our weather reports because they're gonna put down so much radiation. We're not gonna be able to actually look at the background radiation that we use to uh, do Doppler radar and other things like that to to measure the weather. But nobody's concerned about health except one guy, one guy. Uh, a group of U.S. government workers, uh, before I get into uh, Alan Fry's research talking about uh, dosages of radiation, uh, just to remind you of what happened to embassy officials and Uh, spies, and so forth, in Cuba, and again, also in Guangzhou, China, which is where the U.S. Embassy is in China. It's not in the capital, Beijing. It's in Guangzhou. And in both places, but especially in China, you had a group of U.S. government workers that were potentially exposed to unexplained phenomena. Uh, This is in Cuba. And this was dismissed by the U.S. government. They said, it's just psychosomatic. There isn't anything really real here. And yet now... Uh, Going back to the end of July, I mentioned it briefly. They had actual physical tests done, brain scans, uh, MRIs by a lot of different uh, machines, and they saw that there was actually less white matter in their brains and that there was also less connectivity in the areas that control vision and hearing uh, compared to similar healthy people of their age. They said the uh, findings from the University of Pennsylvania researchers are the most specific to date about the neurological condition of the U.S. diplomats, the spies, and their families who reported strange sounds and sensations while serving in Havana between 2016 and 2018. The doctors found significant differences in their brains compared to a control group, but they wouldn't say that it was caused by what happened in Cuba. That's just purely coincidental, right? The FBI enlisted in 2017 to investigate what the U.S. has called targeted attacks. So they believe they were targeted attacks, but they don't really want to draw a conclusion there because then that's going to have political implications. It's also going to have monetary implications with the U.S. government, so they don't want to go there. But in reality, what they did was uh, they took 26 Americans who served in Cuba. Uh, they also included workers and relatives who lived with them Altogether, they brought the total to about 40 people. They used a battery of advanced MRIs. Researchers created a detailed map of their brains, including the pathways and the connections that let parts of their brains communicate with one another. They said it took a computer more than 24 hours of processing time to create the maps using custom software, reports NBC News. And then they compared those results to a map that was made of MRIs of 48 individuals of similar age and similar ethnicity. And what they found was a physiological difference in white matter uh, that has to do with cognitive ability as well as connectivity. Uh, They did not study the people from Guangzhou, China. Now, when we look at this, and we've reported on this strange phenomenon in the past, the individual said that they heard strange sounds. And again, they don't have any explanation for it. The explanation, however, may lie with research done by Uh, Dr. Alan Fry. He was the first guy to actually study the effects of microwave and cell phone radiation. And maybe we ought to listen to what he found about 50 years ago. As we are rushing headlong into 5G in the same way that we started dumping fluoride into the water. There's a lot of indications and a lot of similarities between these two. Yeah, we're going to have a mass dosage here of unspecified amount, and they don't care
2: about your consent. We'll be right back. Stay with us. It's just heavy, heavy, heavy. Make no mistake, it's, we're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. If you have a corrupt media, you don't have a democracy.
0: I don't think we've seen division like this in America since Vietnam. It's a form of fascism.
5: The High Court will examine free speech rights and social media. Multiple online platforms have now taken down
1: content associated with Alex Jones and Infowars.
2: First they come for Alex Jones, everyone else like Davos would fall. We're not in kansas anymore you can't watch this the movie available now at infowarsstore.com what you have witnessed is the biggest development in free speech in the western world's history this is a digital ai enforced gag order not to say the name alex jones or infowars.com This is nazi germany level this is racketeering this is cartels mr president we need your help we need it now you can take on big tech they saw infowars as a dominant independent anti-war pro-human pro pro sovereign pro-family populist organization so they thought first they come for alex jones then when people say okay take him off the air everyone else like dominoes would fall the way to fight back is to support InfoWars now more than ever and make it a standard of freedom and free speech. Understand that they believe they can take us down, they'll take everybody else down.